This episode of Quick Channel Quarantine is brought to you by Please Do Not Remake Ren and Stimpy. Nobody asked for that. Welcome to the very 23rd episode of Quick Channel Quarantine. I'm Tyler. I'm Jamie. On today's show, Tyler faces Face the Music, Jamie beats Ghostbusters Remastered, his late night video game adventures, Jamie plays Pac-Man, we discuss the trailer for Adam Sandler's new movie, Hubie Halloween, and DC Fandom Part 2. Plus, Gene Hackman keeps pushing his erotic novels for some reason. All this and more, coming up. Jamie, do the show. And here comes the pain, bitches. Good news, everyone. It's Quick Channel. Quarantine. Breaking out. I'm on a mission. Because between heaven and hell. My guitar is my ambition. I raise the flags of the mission bell. Everybody always wants control of me. The only way to get is over my dead body. Hey, man, how are you? It's showtime. Hey, what's going on, bro? You know? How was your weekend? Hey, you know, it was, it was pretty productive. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it was like a, like a, yesterday I helped out a friend of mine move some stuff into, into a U-Haul because uh, they're, uh, they're planning on, a, you know, getting a, you know, moving to a bigger house. Oh, okay. You know, because, uh. You know, they didn't expect to, I mean, I mean, my boss, like he, uh, I don't know if he was just content. Well, he probably, well, I mean, he was probably content with having children regardless, but like they were like, I guess only prepared for just one child and sure enough, they have four. So Mm -hmm. yeah, they need uh, some bigger space so that Mm -hmm. this guy can at least like have a man cave because, you know, the kids pretty much took over. (laughs) <laughs> like uh any any place that he once marked as his territory yeah gone you know yeah of course so so during during the process of like moving all the moving a bunch of stuff into into storage you know mm-hmm. like uh the basement looked like looked like the bomb went off you know <laughs> and it's like you see like toys and stuff all over the place and like yeah you know, you know, it's a good thing I had shoes on, man. Because like, if oh. I was walking like without like, because if I was just in my socks, oh my god, I mm. like, like, you ever stepped on a Lego? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Think of that. Think of think of that times twenty. Uh. So, so yeah, that that would have been that would have been a uh, uh, crazy stuff. And, I just uh, keep thinking, uh, Scuba Steve, damn you! <laughs> <laughs> I probably almost stepped on him, and then maybe a few Peppa Pigs and stuff. And yeah, oh boy, and 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 all of the, all these other toys that just so, are just lying around. So your so wait, so your boss is planning on moving to a new house? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Within within the same area, so he's not going to mm-hmm. go far. He just uh, needs bigger. You know, just needs something bigger. Of course, because you know, hell, the twins, uh, his twin kids, just yep. uh, graduated from crib to now they have their own beds. There you go. Yeah, you know, so that that's that's how that's how far along they've come. Yeah, and uh, you know, the big girl, the the firstborn, already has her own room. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a uh, it's only a matter of time. Like when uh, when the when the little guy, the the newest uh, member of the clan, yeah. Starts having his own, uh, you know, starts getting his own room space and stuff and and whatnot. So they're gonna, they're definitely gonna need a, a bigger place. Mm. So, but uh, hey, that's that's how it is. I reckon. Yeah, know? yeah. So, um, and uh, well, that that was yesterday. Before that, like, uh, of course, did laundry, of course, mm. <clears throat> and uh, I continued. Um, Sorry, um, that's gonna sound awesome on the playback. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I and I find, and I continued uh, Ghostbusters the video game for PS4. Yeah, I saw you. I saw you were plowing through that, <laughs> uh, dude, man. See, this is what I'm talking about, man. It's like <laughs> I can't do this like on a weekday, right? Yeah, 
Not that I, I mean, look, given my current schedule, I don't have to be up like mad early in the morning. Right. But at the same time, like, I'm not like, uh, like you probably saw the timestamps as to like, you know, Sunday morning as to what time I got off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was almost, it was almost 4.30. Yeah. You know? It was almost four thirty when I stopped, and yeah. like, uh, well, for one, I finally beat it because that's like, good. Yeah, I know, because like I'm at the cemetery, right? Mm. Well, Saturday night I was playing the part in the cemetery where you, uh, you're, you're, you have to get, you have to open, you have to find a way to open the gates, mm-hmm. the gates to, to allow Ecto One to go through. Yeah, and um, and I was just having trouble, like, like you know. Like, because I kept dying. Sometimes I'll die immediately because those stupid stone angels are yeah. fucking strong. Yeah. You know? Like, I'll take one arrow to, you know, to the ass and I'm dead. Yeah. You know? And then, and then sure enough, I'm waiting for Ray to help me. And then sure enough, he gets an arrow in the ass and then he's dead. And like, son of a bitch. You know? Behind you, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But by the time that happens, you know, behind you, mission failed, Ray. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. You know, those aren't darts. No, uh. Yeah, well, those didn't do shit for me. You know, because because yeah. I'm thinking because I I because I didn't understand like what I was supposed to do. Right? Yeah. I thought I, I thought the only way I can destroy those dudes is to tether them and then have them like smashed to the ground. I'm like, wait yeah. a minute, I could just wrangle them and 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 slam them. There you go. So, yeah. so you know what's funny? Like, yeah. like, so I rage quit that night. Right? I was like, fuck this. Plus, plus it was getting, yeah. Plus it was getting late anyway, and yeah. um, and uh, after you know after that I started playing a little bit of uh, Pac-Man Two Fifty Six. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that Jesus! Talk about addicting. <laughs> that game is a lot of fun too. So I kept saying, yeah. put it this way: every time I keep saying one more round, I'm playing like thirteen more. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, because because that's how much fun it was, right? Because I needed because I needed to play a game to calm me down after mm-hmm. after getting pissed off so much from from getting my ass whooped by the Stone Angels, right? Right. So that night, I'm lying in bed, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I, I had I had to be up in like three more hours because I had to be up uh, early to meet up with my boss to help him with the move and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I'm lying there and I'm like. Oh crap! I have to tether them to the gate, don't I? Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. So yeah. I mean, so I play. So I come home. You know, I don't play right away because like I was like kind of tired and everything. Yeah, yeah. So like around ten o'clock, I start you know playing some more, and then and you know I t- I tether. The, the stone angels to the gate and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then I noticed like, it was, it was like, it's working. <laughs> and then I die. Right. Yeah. So I die a few times and then I finally freaking do it and everything. And then, and then I go and then, all right, then you go to the next part where you're, you're, you're uh, in front of the mausoleum uh-huh. and you know, you tethered you, if you remember, you know, you tethered the doors. Right. And then Ecto one yeah. breaks down because there's yeah, too yeah. much and everything. So then, sure enough, you know the cultists and a shit ton of other ghosts and ghosts and goblins and yeah, yeah. whatever. You yeah. had to do it. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, and 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 this time I'm with, I'm this time I'm with a full squad. You know. Okay. So you know, at one point I'm just running around like reviving. I'm like, oh shit. Like, okay, get up, Ray. You know, run, 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 run. Get up, Winston. Run, 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 run. You know, and then I'm hearing Peter Vankman. I'm like, help, little help here. I'm like, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm on my way, Vankman. Calm your ass down, right? So I revive him. Yeah. And then I get shot down. I'm like, oh, shit, right? Yeah. And then he got revives me. And then he gets pulled down. And then thankfully, I'm right next to him so I can revive him right away. Right? Yeah. So so this part, I, I die like a good 10, 15 times because I'm like, like I'm not sure like what to do. Like I thought I had I thought I had to take down those towers. You know? Okay. Yeah. Uh, sure enough, no, I didn't because I took down the towers prior to that. I'm like, okay, nothing's happening, right? <laughs> so then, so then, sure enough, like I eventually had to concentrate on the cultists. I thought, you know, 
like uh, just the just the wandering spirits and stuff, blah 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 blah, right? Mm-hmm. And then after 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 eighteen tries, you know, I, I you know, I finally get to the next part where the where the where the stone giants come alive. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. shit, right? <laughs> Thankfully, because I died a few times on that, but I get to pick up right where the stone giants come to life. I'm like, oh, fucking thank you, right? <laughs> You know, then I open, then I get the keys, I open the keys, you know, yeah, I open the doors yeah. and I get to the next part. And then, and then, you know, and, uh, by the way, I thought it was really cool that like Bill Murray's brother like plays the mayor yeah, in yeah. the game. So, yep. so that was, uh, that was really cool. I mean, you know, I mean yeah. you talk about, talk about, uh, an underrated talent. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm hearing him, I'm like, oh, you were behind it, you, you cur. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Also, William Atherton reprises his role as a uh, as a uh, you know, Walter yeah. Peck. Yeah, know? that was cool. Um, Alyssa Milano playing uh, the girl who would be the love interest for Venkman. You know? Yeah, yeah, you know, barely sounds like her though. It so, does. Yeah. So I was like, like I th- I thought they switched it up for the remastered version, but no, it was it was her. Still, mm-hmm. you know, I, I saw the credits. Yeah. But yeah, you know. I beat the game, and I like, dude. I was this was like around maybe one. Oh, I mean, twelve thirty. Okay. You know, that night when I beat, I was like, "Oh, thank you, God." <laughs> you know, so now I can put it down, and I can be like, "Okay, finally," because you know, the first time I played this, I couldn't even get far in PS2 because of the, if you remember, we were talking about how it froze and stuff. Yes. And then for Xbox 360, I just like kind of just I kind of rage quit that because I was like, oh, you know, I'll just get back to it. And sure enough, you know, I had to wait for this version to come out. I was like, all right, yay! <laughs> but oh gosh. So now that you now that you beat it, what's your uh, what are your thoughts? What are your impressions on it? You know what? Honestly, honestly, like I loved it. I thought it was a fantastic. I thought it was a great game. You yeah. Know? Um. It, it was it was definitely like a Ghostbuster game that I can, you know, well once my mind is is recovering from all the madness from it. But, right. Yeah. You know, if I wanted to play it again, I totally would. You know, because mm-hmm. I mean, let's face it, like, like I can only count on one hand like how many uh, good Ghostbuster games there are, and and actually, yeah. well, there's only like two. <laughs> oh yeah, know, true. To me. To me, to me, there are two. Of course, mm-hmm. this one for PS4. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, this one that came out, and of course, the one that was exclusive to the European market, New yeah. Ghostbusters Two, which you know they they got the cool shit. While like our version of Ghostbuster Two, like sucked so much ass. Like uh-huh. I played that shit. That shit pissed me off. I'm like, what the fuck is this, right? And then I play new Ghostbusters too. I'm like, how, how how come this wasn't released here? What the hell? You know, this would have been a hit in the states. You know. Yeah, yeah. But but overall, you know, I enjoyed it. Um, it, it I it was fun. You know, and like it, it was a challenge, which which I, I mean, look, when I get like pissed, I mean, I was there was times where I was like pissed and stuff. But you know what? A few games these get these these days like fully challenge me the way that this game did. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, t- I definitely like consider that into the fun factor of it. So um real happy with it, of course, with the voice acting and everything. So, uh yeah, no, totally cool. You know, you know, I would, uh I mean, I wouldn't have minded if, if, you know, multiplayer during the campaign was uh, a possibility, but yeah, whatever, right? Whatever. So. And after that, I, I play it. So then, that, so then, I can now focus on, um, you know, Pac Man Two Fifty Six. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you know a thing or two about that. I heard of it, but I don't, it's just what, just a collection of Pac Man games? No, not at all. It's it's, it's a completely new Pac Man game. Okay. So what it is is uh, Pac Man Two Fifty Six. What it is is it's uh, it's inspired by like uh, the last level of the original Pac Man game. Mm-hmm. Or if you remember, like half of it is all maze and half of it is all like glitchy. Okay. Because like once you reach that point, that's when like you know the game can't produce. Uh, you know, there's like like out of memory, so it can't produce like any more right. um, levels and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. so 
Namco, Bandai Namco rather, decided yeah. to make a game inspired by that, where you, where you're basically controlling Pac-Man up this endless maze, right? right? Dodging ghosts, of course, but at the same time, you know, you have a glitch that's eating up the maze behind you. So you gotta like outrun that hmm. while running ghosts, and you can use like power ups and stuff. And basically, it's just a matter of how much points you can get. Okay. You know, real cool game, you know. Um, and uh, it's probably one of the few games where I can actually unlock every single achievement. Oh, nice. Know? So, you know, because I got, like, a few achievements where you can, like, uh, you have to, like, get, like, 16 times multiplier no matter how many ghosts you eat or um, uh, un- upgrading all the power-ups, you know, stuff like that. But cool game, you know, and especially for me being a Pac-Man fan, so. Yeah, yeah. So that was my weekend, you know, just, you know, just relief. So now I'm going to wait for... Uh, of Vengers, which mm-hmm. should be coming between tomorrow and Friday. Cool, and we shall see. So wait, so the Pac-Man game is there? Is there an ending, or it's just like it's just infinite? It's uh, from what I've seen, it's infinite. Oh, nice. Okay. There's a there's a video that I saw on YouTube where a guy racked up like a hundred ninety four thousand plus points. Damn. And he's just he's just going and going and going and stuff, and I'm like, man, man, this guy's good, like really good, you know. Yeah. And the cool thing is, like, if you create a single chain where you eat like 256 consecutive dots, mm-hmm. like all the ghosts get cleared, you know. Oh, cool. Okay. Temporarily, but then, but then you gotta keep going, and then you gotta dodge more stuff, and and it's not just the usual four uh, ghosts, you know, like Blinky Inky. Uh, Clyde and Pinky, right? Yeah, yeah. There's, all, there's also like the ghost from Ms. Pac-Man. There's Sue, and then there's uh, Funky, um, yeah. which is like a collection. Well, there's like a green ghost, but they travel in packs of four, mm-hmm. and um, real challenging too. Like uh, they got cool power-ups and stuff, or like you can, uh, if you get a tornado, like a tornado like tracks down all the ghosts. And, yeah, you know, destroys them, and there's also lasers. You can also use a laser on them, and um, I mean, there's some cool traps, and then there's some eh, decent traps, uh, no, power ups rather. So, but uh, and th- it's also multiplayer, also. So, uh, um, I wonder. I don't know if it's like I forgot how many. Oh, I forgot to up to how many people can play. Like I think I saw that that was like. Uh, I don't know. I know there's definitely like you know, uh, maybe f- four players. I think I don't know. Okay, I could be wrong. Definitely two though. So, but yeah, man, that's my new addiction. You know, that's cool. Yeah. So, so that, that so that's that's our show. <laughs> We're on Space Ghost time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's a quick channel ripoff. No. Here, here you go. Um, ah, yeah. So for right, me, your turn. Uh, yeah, I mostly uh, yeah I chilled for the most part on Sunday and uh, Saturday. I hung out with uh, Burn and Ant for a little bit. You know, caught up and um, you know, shout, shout out to, out to the Rotundos. Yep. And uh, we checked out uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music. They rented it. And um, all right. So lay it, okay. So lay it on me because now. Now, now that you've seen it, now I have to watch it. Yeah. So, um, it's not, all right, it's not a bad film at all. It really isn't. There's a lot of heart to it. There's a lot of themes that repeat from the original films. The performances in the cast are really good. Okay. Um, you know, and I like uh, the daughters are perfect casting. Um, they're yeah. So it, it, it's good. The problem is for me, it was underwhelming. Okay. Uh, you know, so if I had to rate it, I'd give it a seven. Now, I have a lot of some of it. Some of my problems with it are probably nitpicky. They're mostly they're pretty much nitpicky. But uh, there are some problems that I have with the story. Um, Damn but, right. Uh, yeah, and uh, and also there's there's the fact that a lot of I guess a lot of my problems were also were also during um, where they didn't necessarily have 
there were certain things that could have been included in it, but the reason for that uh, was uh, answered because of like uh, there was a there was an uh, Reddit AMA with uh, Ed Solomon, uh, one of the writers and co-creators, right? And uh, he answered, you know, there were things that they wanted to put in the movie, like in the beginning they wanted to do a VH1 style, where are they now? And I was like, that would have been freaking great. They couldn't do it because of money. Oh, um, yeah, you know? that's a problem. So, and not only that, but um, they were, they, there are scenes that they just wanted to do, you know, like uh, expand a bit more on the princess's storyline, uh, but they couldn't because, you know, they, they couldn't shoot it. Um, and not only that, but the ending, the movie just ends. They, they write the song, yay, ends. <laughs> and, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the reason why it just ends is because they couldn't finish it because of COVID. Oh, what? Yeah. So Damn. Yeah, so they have they have a complete film. The story has you know, the story has a beginning, middle, and it's, you know, it's it's fine, but the problem is like parts of it feel a little truncated because of either budgetary reasons or just because of the virus that they couldn't add the little touches they wanted to. And you know, it, it's a shame because if they could add those things, I probably would have liked the movie a lot more. Um, mm. so there was now the other thing there's no memorable music in it I, I didn't notice any memorable music in it um, there were very the visuals were very it was a very flat movie I think it's probably because of the bu- budget maybe I don't know but like when they go to the future it's all green screen there's no there are no sets it, it's, it's and that's kind of a shame it, and I'm just thinking back like I know things were different back uh, when the first two movies were made especially the first one the first one was low budget but they at least had sets but again, right. I'm sure the, the way budgets are handled back then are probably way different than they are now. And I guess technically doing CGI would have been much cheaper. So that's why they did it. So I was right. like, fine. I was like, fine. Um, then uh, I'm going to get into some spoilers. Um, so I don't know if you want me to like, uh, I, I kind of have to talk a bit about some spoilers, but I'll try not to spoil the, the whole thing. Um, right. Because I mean, you know, I want to see it. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, all right. The, let me just tell you about the performances first. So, yeah, uh, th- from what we saw in the trailer, it's basically what you and I predicted. Like, Alex Winter is just, like, did, has not lost a step playing Bill. He's right. just, he's, he got it, you know. Keanu, on the other hand, <laughs> cannot match the energy he once had. That's not to say he's phoning it in, because he's not. No. There's, you know, the, 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 the energy's there. They're clearly having a good time doing it. They're still Bill and Ted. They're, you know, it's, it's there. But that energy that he had in those first two films, he doesn't have it here. Like, he looks just tired and depressed, you know? And I'm like, that's not Ted at all. But, you know, um, they're, they're, uh, yeah, and uh, there's a robot that's there in the, in the movie. Um, he, to me, he kind of, he was pretty funny. He kind of steals the show a little bit when you see him, like, more towards the end. Right. It's he, pretty funny. Like, he becomes more like what death is, you know? Okay. Um, death uh, bill sadler he does he does good you know but there's not much for him to do then uh there's i'm trying to figure out what i can actually discuss um there was something that ha- all right i will tell you this one thing i'll tell you why the robot's there that's all i'll tell you okay the robot's there because it's there to kill bill and ted because reality is being destroyed because i haven't written the song yet so all of reality is you know crumbling and shit and they have to mm. write this in order to have unity the robot is sent from the, the robot is sent from one of the wise people from the future, who's Rufus's wife, who who wants uh, him to kill Bill and Ted. So this way, it will disrupt. You know, this way maybe it's, uh, like her thinking is that if they're taken out of the picture, then you know it will rewrite history, and and you know then they won't need to write the song, and everything will be okay. But now I have an issue with that because it shouldn't necessarily be that the future is crumbling because in the last two films. They mo- they evidently wrote that song. The okay. future the future is fine. You okay. know what I mean. And now all of a sudden it starts to crumble. Like that's kind of weird to me. That doesn't track for me. And then you know. And then of course like they're supposed to be looked at as like they're big celebrities in the future. They're almost like deities, you know, because they bring about world peace. They're right. known as they're known as the great ones. Yeah. So for Rufus, I, mean, I, I know that was established in the 
in the first two movies as well. Yeah, yeah, and they're very peaceful people. So you know, in the in the future, everybody's just at peace, and they're like just peaceful people, like Star Trek, the original Star Trek, before they fucked it up. And um, and so to have Rufus's wife suddenly like want to kill them, that doesn't make sense to me. It should be like if you're gonna go with the reality crumbling thing in the future, getting fucked up and dying. They that's that's the reason why you set you you bring them in and the, you would tell them you're the great ones please help us and it's out of guilt and all that stuff like Bill and Ted would feel horrible like oh man dude we have to write this song they're counting on us now yeah you know that would make sense now let's have a robot kill them I'm like oh, I don't know that does, that didn't track for me <laughs> uh, it it didn't and you know it's just it's just kind of weird and then like uh, the Rufus's daughter who's there uh, she didn't really do much like she should have been the guide for them but she wasn't really. Um, she's like, hey, guys, I got to jumpstart the plot. Come with me. Yeah, and that was it. Um, hmm. Then you have the daughters who basically do kind of like a, a rehash of uh, part of the plot of the first movie. Uh, okay. Then you have um, there is a George Carlin cameo, which was nice, you know, using archival footage and things like that. Yeah. Um, I think there's a guy who does an actor who does a voiceover who does these extra lines and he sounds like George Carlin. It's It's insane. Uh, because mm. like I was reading up on it because you hear you hear him talk greetings Maxwell and friends I'm like okay and then he talks off screen off camera and he's still talking I'm like wait did George record extra lines you know like way before because like I don't remember this from any movies or any deleted scenes because he's continuing saying like this is the exact phone booth that I use to contact the great ones you know and I'm like where did this come from? You know? And then I find out, Oh, okay. It's somebody doing an impression, but they did a hell of an impression. It's like, you wouldn't know, dude, it sounds just like him. It's insane. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, uh, as I said, the film does just kind of end, uh, when they write the song, they perform the song and the song itself, uh, is just, it's just a melody. It's just, that's all it is. And there's nothing really interesting. It's like, and that's what kind of bummed me out because, if it was just bogus journey, that would have been fine because, you know, you got, you got this because you thought all this time you've got that song, you know? Right. You know, you've got that song at the end. It's a catchy song. Yes. And it's, it's like, great. Yeah, it's, that's fine. You know, I, I like that. If that was a song, great. But of course, excuse me, that ending wasn't necessarily what uh, the writers and creators, uh, Ed Solomon and Chris Matheson had in mind when they just started showing, you know, like that was the song and they saved everything in their mind. No, that's not that wasn't the song that did it. So they had to kind of like write their way out of that one, which was, you know, that, which basically brings us to this movie where it's like, no, that wasn't the song. <laughs> so, um, and then you, the whole sentiment behind the song is the only way it could work is if you get people from all over the world and all over the universe or whatever to play it simultaneously, to play this melody simultaneously. I'm like, okay, that, that's, that makes sense. You know, that, that's the sentiment behind that is fine. It's, and that works. It's it's Bill and Ted lead the charge to it, and everybody joins in, and you get that melody. Uh, I was like, okay, I get it. You know, there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about, but I think, but I, I'll just wait until you see the movie, and then we'll and then we'll compare notes. I just but, gotta find. I'm just gonna find an outlet yeah. that'll allow me to see the movie. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I think in retrospect, thinking more about it, I think this is one of these movies that'll probably enjoy more upon multiple viewings kind of like how i did with blade runner 2049 like when i first saw that i didn't care for it too much but then when i watched it again i really focused more on the story and kind of put away the nostalgia and took it for what it is and you know and that movie was actually good because you know even if you put away your nostalgia if the movie's shit the movie's shit you know right but blade right. runner 2049 wasn't a shit movie and I liked it a lot more. I'm like, oh, okay, there, yeah. It's like it's a much better detective story. And there's, you know, and I liked, and I liked it, and I liked it a lot more. The original is still number one for me, but this one was, you know, just as good. So with this one, I think it's going to be the same. I, I think, and I think it will really be in that same order where I, I will really like. Uh, I think for me, like Bogus Journey is one, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is two, and then three would will always probably be uh, Face the Music, but. I think I have to watch it again. But as I said, I didn't hate it. I was just kind of underwhelmed by it. There's a lot of good ideas in there, a lot of good concepts. I think if they had more time to do it and we didn't have this virus and they were allowed to do more with it, it would have been, it would have lived up to a lot more. And I think it would have been perfect. But other than that, that's why I think it's a seven. It's missing some stuff that should have been in it, but 
given for what it is, I think I just have to, there's a still, there's some stuff to like in there. So to me, that, as I said, um, it's, it's a seven. It might change if I watch it again, but you know, I didn't hate it and I do recommend people see it, hmm. but that's just how I feel about it. I was just kind of underwhelmed with it, but yeah. Kind of weird where, you know, a movie we both wanted to see and only one of us like sees it first. You yeah. Know? It's like, we gotta see this like separately. Yeah. You know, but thanks a lot, government, for for, <sighs> for this plague that you guys created. <sighs> you know, thanks to you guys, we can't live. But I digress. But anyway. I mean, hell, you know, we, we both want to see Tenet, but I'm not going to freaking, like, risk my life to see that movie. I know. Oh, God, I know. <laughs> like, that's 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 been a target movie for me ever since I saw the trailer to that. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah. All right. That and of course, of course, face the music. You know, yeah, like yeah. that's that's been that's the one also. But yeah. you know, pretty much everything you're telling me about this movie, like, kind of confirms my fear about it. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like what we talked about a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So, so you know, hell, judging by the trailers, when uh, you know you see Keanu, yeah, uh, acting his parts and stuff, I'm like, yeah. Uh, it's like I could tell he's trying, but yeah. it's like looking at his resume after Bogus Journey, it's kind of yeah. tough to see him like go back to that. Yeah, yeah, he's changed a lot <clears throat> as an actor. He's changed a lot as an actor. So yeah, he's, you know, he's uh, like done like serious roles, badass roles. You know, no, no. roles where he's speaking Spanish. You no. know. Or a British accent. See, now that I have to see, because, you know. I'm... Yeah, Bram Stoker's Dracula. But uh, you'll also get a little that of that in here, too. Oh, well, you know, I still have yet to see Bram Stoker's Dracula in, in, in full. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's so weird. Like I've, I've played the game, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> but, like, you know, never, never saw it, you know. Because back then, you know, I had a thing for vampires, like, if... Mm. I kind of hated like seeing him on screen, and, you know, like I don't want to say it was a fear. I just didn't want, you know, I just didn't want to see them eating people. And I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yep, can't watch this, you know, because <laughs> like I'll, I'll puke, <laughs> I will puke, you know. So I'll just play the game. I'm like, wait, why is there a game? But whatever, you know. Yeah. But uh, man. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. So, and then and I saw Speed. But anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, but basically at the end of the day, like, all the stuff that you wish was in there, they thought about it. It's just they couldn't do it. Right. So, you know, it's like, man, it wouldn't be great if they did that. It's like, well, according to Ed Solomon, they did think of that, you know, uh, but they couldn't do it. So, yeah. you know, like that VH1 thing that he mentioned, that would have yeah. been fantastic. They, yeah. they just couldn't do it. The The wives... <laughs> They get sidelined again <laughs> in this movie, and oh, they go boy. off on a they go off on a separate adventure that Bill and Ted know about and tell them that they're going to go on, and you know it, they go on their own time traveling adventure, and uh, you know what the fuck yeah <laughs> we don't see it, but Bill and Ted know about it because you know their uh, future selves tell them what's going to happen, and then they go and they tell their wives that it's like yeah, but you guys have to go on that. You know, and because uh, they're yeah, yeah, and so they they go on that adventure, and and so when Bill and Ted tell them what the, what's going to happen to them, they're also kind of telling the audience, <laughs> you know, it's like this is what's going to happen to them while they're off screen. You're not going to see it, but at least you'll know, you know. It's like, and then they're gone. You'll see. Yeah, yeah, and then and then they leave, and then you know they then they um, come back uh, later towards the end. But you're like, why? Why? You know, <laughs> and that's, <laughs> but, and you see, but that's another thing. They had a story for the wives, but they just couldn't do it for budgetary reasons. Yeah. So that's something that was never filmed. It was talked about, but never filmed. Mm. Yeah. So, and it just and kind of feels messed up. It's like, oh man. All right. But I guess, but if they did that, it would kind of feel bloated. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's one of those cases where it's like, things that you wish that like you said like things that that uh you wish that they would have done and you yeah. can't even fault them for it too no because, no you know it it's it sucks that we were denied like a possibly better movie yeah but because of 
the current state of things and a certain commander in chief totally ignoring it, you know, <laughs> like, like we're denied like a, a, a better movie, a possible better movie, you know? Yeah. So now we're just stuck wondering, you know, what if and everything. So I think, oh well. I, I mean, yeah, but as I said, I think if you just take it for what it is, um, you'll, uh, you know, you'll, you'll, it'll probably, you'll probably get a better experience out of it. And um, like I said, I'll probably have to like watch it again and maybe I'll get a new appreciation for it. But again, I didn't hate it. I was just underwhelmed by it, but, but it's still like, as of now, my rating is a seven. Well, Hmm. Maybe I will, you know, depending on what I do this weekend, which I'm pretty sure won't be anything. Mm -hmm. Now, depending on what I do this weekend, hopefully, I'll uh, find the time to to rent it, yeah, and uh, yeah. check it out myself. Yeah, there's multiple platforms where you can like rent it. Yeah, you know, and I'm pretty sure like renting it's not like we're not talking like buku dollars. Oh, no, 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 no not at all. So, so yeah, that I can do. And uh, then next week, um, I'll discuss it and uh, I'll share my thoughts. Yeah, you know. Unless uh, I'm talking about Pac-Man 256 again, but yeah. that's, that's neither here nor there. So now there's this other movie I wanted to talk to you about. Um, I mentioned this to you. Uh, I texted you about this on, I think, Friday or Saturday. The um, new Adam Sandler joint? Yeah. So okay. did you see the trailer for it? Uh, I didn't, actually. I okay. was so caught up in stuff on the weekend, I just totally forgot. That That's fine. Now, the the thing about this is that Adam Sandler, as I mentioned, Adam Sandler, like, has not done a movie I've wanted to see in a long time. We're talking years. I think, uh, I think the last movie, the last Adam Sandler movie I ever saw was Big Daddy. Oh, my and, God. And then after that, I just, nothing looked great. Nothing. I'm yeah, sorry. No, you're right. You're yeah. right. I mean, hell. I mean, like, that movie Pixels, right? Oh, Yeah. For me, someone who like a video game nut, right? You know, I would have like jumped at the opportunity to see that, but for some reason, nothing about that movie was just appealing at all. That movie could have been great. Could have been. Yeah, it had a, it had such an interesting premise. It's like, all right, video games into the real world and all that shit, and like, yeah, you know, yeah, why not? You know, that's like Ghostbusters with video games. Yeah, and then you yeah. fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. To me, my favorite Sandler movies will always be Billy Madison mm-hmm. and and The Water Boy. You know? Okay, but like you said, like ever since then, like it's just like uh, I mean, I did hear that like some of his serious stuff was like really good. Yeah, yeah, you know. So like they're like, saying, Uncut Gems is fantastic. But like yeah, I, I have, I have that, no desire to see that movie. I, you know what? I, I want to check that out. I do mm. want to check that out because a lot of people are like saying the same thing about it. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, he's like he gives like this knockout performance, and you know, like anytime like an actor who primarily does uh, comedic roles and stuff steps into that realm of serious stuff. Yeah, it 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 it, it kind of like piques my interest because. Like, I already know how good, like, some actors are in comedic roles. But it's like, right. so for them for them to want to, like, take that challenge and stuff. And yeah. for some people, you can just look at one actor and say, yeah, I think he's capable of, like, you mm-hmm. know, doing this and that. Hell, Michael Keaton. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. As soon as he put on the back costume, man, the rest is history. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So... Uh, this, so so what so what were we gonna say about this movie? Well, I saw the trailer for this uh, Hubie Halloween, and it's and it's like I was curious about it, uh, just because I was like, you know what? L- let me see if this is if this is garbage. Um, so <laughs> I watched I watched the trailer. It comes out it comes out next month, I think October seventh or something. Okay. And, um, you know, it's part of his Netflix movie deal, and he's been doing some serious movies on Netflix, which haven't been getting that good reception either. But uh, so this is, I think, his first comedy in a while. And oh boy, yeah. So I looked at it, and he's basically this guy, this sort of outcast in his town, um, who want who like every Halloween, he's kind of like he wants to protect his town because he thinks that something's going to happen or some shit like that. But then something actually does happen. 
So now like nobody believes him and he's, you know, and he's just like roaming, trying to like help, you know, help people from, I think there's like a serial killer on the loose or something like that. And so he wants to, yeah, nobody believes him because he's always, you know, people to him always think he's like, he's crying wolf. He's like, yeah, he's kind of crazy. So, you know, so his, his character, he kind of is a little bit like, like, uh, well, speaking of the water boy, he's kind of doing like Bobby Bougier. He has that similar voice. Okay. And yeah. And the thing is when I watch the trailer, I'm right now, I'm giving credit to the trailer, you know, like the way it was cut. Because usually you can tell right away when you're watching one of these things, like, oh, that looks like shit. Um, but, oh, yeah. look, but looking at the trailer, it didn't look bad. I said, um, like, on the, when I posted this on Facebook, I said, like, uh, so it says to Mabel, I said, no, so I said, uh, <laughs> I, I said that this looks like, at best, this is just going to be a good time waster. It's not going to be anything amazing. It's not going to be anything, oh, it's the best comedy of the year. You know, no, it's just probably going to be a time waste. I'm, I'm not, I'm expecting either that or just utter shit. So I don't have really high hopes for it, but the trailer was cut well enough for me to at least pique my interest. So that's the thing. That's the thing yeah. we got to like be careful for, man. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, we, we've seen movies in the past that, you know, the, the trailers are put together so well that yeah. like we end up going to see it and we end up seeing like a completely different movie, either yeah. bad or good. Right. You know? Heck, we like uh, last week during the week we discussed uh, <laughs> Drive, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, this would be like, uh, hopefully, this won't be like any one of those things where it's like it looks good, but then a drag is like shit. Yeah, you know. So, I'll check out the trailer, uh, you know, later on after the show. Yeah. So, because uh, I mean. I don't really do much else these days. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I, it's, it just seems to me like looking at it, I was okay. I mean, I wasn't like cracking up laughing, but I was like, you know what? I can give this a shot. Sure. Why not? Let me give this a shot and see how it is. And it doesn't have like the usual, it has some of the usual Sandler family in it. Like Rob Schneider's in it and probably has a stupid cameo. Right. Um, Probably like, and you know what? They'll probably have him say, you can do it. You know? Yeah, maybe. Because, like, I mean, he said that in a little Nicky also. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. It's like that joke is bad. I don't think he, from what I remember, I don't think he's done it in a long time. So maybe, like, that joke has passed. But, like, um, funny enough, uh, so Kevin James is in this, but uh, he plays one of the, I think he plays a sheriff. But uh, Maya Rudolph's in it. Ray Liotta, of all people, is in it. Um, <laughs> Steve, Steve Buscemi's in it, too. Uh, Michael Chiklis is in this. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So, um um Shaq is in this because why not but yeah yeah and uh so one one actress who seemed familiar she plays the love interest it's a Julie Bowen so yeah I know Julie Bowen yeah yeah so I I was like uh, when I first saw her she looks familiar you know and I but I couldn't place the face because I I hadn't seen her in anything in a while so I've known her from that show Ed like that's how long that's how long it's been but she but yeah, yeah, but she was, but she was also in Happy Gilmore. So there yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so when I looked at it, look at her credits, I was like, oh, that's yeah, okay, I know who she is, perfect. So, um, so yeah, um, check out the trailer. Let let me know what you think. And uh, I will. Now, I will. Yeah. So you know, we'll we'll see what happens, and maybe we'll do like a quick review <laughs> if, if we can, if we both see the movie. Now, um, now here, now here's a question that I want to know, right? Yeah. Say after we see Face the Music, like, yeah. would you want to do a quick review for that? Since we, we like, at that point, we would both have seen it. Yeah, I want to. Uh, well, uh, th- there's a problem with that because I mean, I mean, look, obviously we can't be in close quarters for that. No, no, no. Uh, that's not what I mean. I mean, like, we're going to talk about the movie on this podcast. So if anybody listens to it, they're going to know exactly how we feel about it. So they know my feeling already. <laughs> so. They're going to hear what you have to say whenever you see it, maybe next week. Yeah, but, like, what about the people that don't listen on podcasts? I mean, you know, it's... It's, it's like it's, 95%. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I would I would say, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Here, Here's the thing. I was also thinking about, yeah, like, what we could do for quick reviews for the future, depending on what's last. And I think that one of the things we could, like, play around doing is, uh, is I guess we could try like doing an Instagram live and if we can save it and edit it later, that'd be cool. You know, we do like live quick reviews 
and then and then that's it. Uh yeah. Yeah. Play around with that and see how that goes. Yeah, yeah, you know. And for the people who don't know where they can see that, it's Quick Channel across mm-hmm. the screen. You know, one word. Well, I mean well, towards the show's end, I'm pretty sure you're gonna plug like all our stuff. Yeah. But uh but yeah, like like you know, like we gotta somehow get back into our groove and get back to our roots. That's the what yeah. made us um, us pretty yeah. much. At some point, uh, I mean, when when things get back to normal, obviously we'll we'll be get back into the groove. But I mean, yeah, but that's gonna t- know, that's gonna be like in eight years, man. Yeah. Like you know, that everything gets back to normal and shit. You know, and like I, I like like the world will look like the the, the world in, in Book of Eli by then. I want to play around with the format, though. I want to see what we can do. We'll, we'll talk off mic, and I want to tell you what I what I want to just an idea we could do. Oh, um, sure, sure. You know, maybe we could play around with the format a bit, and we could still kind of do quick reviews, depending. Right, um, sure. Now, well, like, the, you know, I, I still got to learn how to like use a machete and then a bow and arrow <laughs> and carry a book bag around with a Bible in it. You you jump the Grand Canyon, and now our quick review of Bill and Ted. <laughs> and I'm like, this wasn't what I mean by format, but you know, whatever. At least we're distance. <laughs> what you wanted. You land on the ramp. <laughs> Woo! Cleared it. Yeah. <laughs> Quick stunts. All right. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Woo! Woo! All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, real oh, yeah. quick, I, w- I wanted to mention, uh, so the uh, DC Fandom, uh, the second part of it was uh, happened over the weekend. Nothing really too interesting. It was mostly about the comic book portions of things. So, right. yeah, so they, they talked about, uh, you know, what's going to happen, what the future of DC Comics is, what they plan on doing. And, you know, they talked about uh, also the CW TV shows. There was some panels for Batwoman and all that stuff. Um, but one of them had a Superman and Lois panel. Um so talking about the show, nice. uh, obviously they couldn't give too much away, you know, because one, they haven't really started filming. Uh, they're getting ready to do that. Um, but they did mention a few things, which, and one of them of interest uh, is addressing Superman's costume. Now. Okay. Now th- this I have yeah. to hear. Now the reason, all right. So the reason why he has the costume that he has, which, I mean, it's not a garbage costume. It's not a shitty looking costume. Um, a piece it, of it, shit from Man of Steel, right? Saying. But it's but it's not like you know. Obviously, it's not the classic Superman costume, but it's not a bad looking suit, especially for television, right? You know. So uh, they explained that the reason why he has the costume he has and why it was never changed or anything like that is because originally Tyler Hecklin, the, the guy who currently plays Superman, um, he wasn't supposed to like they didn't they didn't have a plan to have him originally. You know, they weren't expecting to have a spinoff for a show. They just okay. Now we can introduce Superman. We got the green light legally to have him on this show on Supergirl. And, you know, we, we can we can legally have him on television now. We cast somebody who can do it and let's do a little makeshift costume. And that's why he wears the suit because he wasn't supposed to, you know, keep going. But because he became so popular, that's like, okay, now there's now there's momentum here. Now we can have we can possibly do a spin-off. Okay, spin-off is green lit. Now we can have the show. So now they said, okay, now he's going to have a, a, a more badass suit when we have, uh, you know, when, when the show comes, comes on. Nice. So again, they couldn't, <clears throat> they, they couldn't obviously give uh, detail uh, as to what the suit will look like, whether it will adhere more closer to the classic. I think they'll probably have something similar to it, you know, uh, because they can do it. it. It's clear that they can do it. I mean, look at the Brandon Ralph Kingdom Come costume from uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. That is that is perfect Superman right there. So they can do yeah, it. That looked that looked so badass. Yeah, it was straight out of the comics. Oh, so yeah. so if they can do that, we'll see if what they do with this new current version of Superman. So do it, do yep. it. You know, yep. fix it, fix it. So you know? yeah, they're in uh, they're in Canada right now. So um, sweet. You know, we'll we'll see. They're getting they're getting ready. So we'll see what happens. But. Yes, but that's uh, just want to run that by you and let you know. Nice, might, might be in good hands. Um, that's all. That's all I ask, man. Because yeah. I mean, like, like we got that that puke of a move of, of movies, rather, because like I include both, you know, man of man of murder and 
Batman v Superman Dawn of Shit, you mm. know, and and like, well, I guess I could throw in Justice League as well, but I mean, Jesus Christmas, man, yeah, like like, the, the, like that costume, like it's just so hard to look at because it's so you know stupid. Because <sighs> I hate that S, the S, like on that costume, ah, ah, you know, like I've taken dumps that look better than that S, <sighs> and I have too. But anyway, so. I mean, hopefully, you know, the, the, like this this new uh, rendition will be a uh, uh, par for the course, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and 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 I have, I mean, I have a good feeling about it because, like you said, like of how popular that, uh, you know, Tyler Hoechlin's uh, uh, Superman became. And yeah, it was just, and, and with good reason too, because like he, I thought he was did a great job with it. Yeah, he was great. He was well received, and he basically. Uh... It embodies what Superman is supposed to be. So yes, yes. All right, yeah. They got it right on a TV yeah. show. He's very right? likable too, as well. He is. He totally is. You know, yeah. he, he's got. You know, he he pulls off the mannerisms right and stuff, and 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 um, definitely, it's like yeah, yeah. See, this is this is this is the Superman that I am familiar with. You know, like yeah. that that that's how he should act. Not like not like you know, if I wanted to kill your ass, you know, I could. Bitch, you know, yeah, you know, I'm gonna fuck you up. So, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna save the world because I'm cool. <laughs> All right, well, folks, uh, I think that's it for us. Uh, thank you for keeping us company while we keep each other company. If you like what you heard, please like and subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you don't have any of those, just check us out on the Anchor app or Anchor.fm/slash Quick Dash Channel or wherever else you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow our Quick Channel Instagram page as well as our Facebook. Thanks again for listening. Be safe out there. Keep fighting for what's right. Please vote. We'll see you next week. And I just want to make a big apology to the raccoon that I almost ran over on my way home. Luckily, I was able to swerve around it, and he was able to turn around. And uh, if Raccoon, if you're listening to this, you know, I'm sorry, buddy, but glad you're safe. See you down the line, buddy.